to New York's number two sports show. The Rangers get a much-needed win against the Ottawa Senators. They win 7-2 in their last game before the All-Star break. This was something um, that was very, very important for them to get a win after all of the poor play that they've had and all the losses for them to come out of here with a victory when it didn't look great. The Rangers were actually down 2-0 in this game and scored five straight goals in the second period, all by five different goal scorers. And players stepped up tonight. So Ryan Lindgren was out, which we suspected, although he did take part in warm-up. So could that have been a, a strict decoy? Maybe. But the fact that he w- that he took part in warm-ups is a good sign that coming out of the break that Lindgren should be basically close to ready. This shouldn't be a long-term injury. We don't know for sure, but I think that's a little bit of a good sign. But new news that we didn't know yesterday is that Jacob Truba was suspended for two games um, due to an elbow uh, against one of the Vegas Golden Knight players. So it it was something that I don't think anyone really noticed. It was kind of an innocent, like, uh, an innocent-looking play, but... Truba gets suspended for two games, so he'll be out. So he was out for this game, and he'll be out for the first game out of the break against Colorado. So, two players that in particular really stepped up was Zach Jones and Connor Mackey. So, Connor Mackey played his first game as a Ranger. He had been called up, he'd been up and down earlier. If you remember, when Adam Fox got hurt, Mackey was at that point the seventh defenseman, but never ended up coming in because. Um, the Rangers were, you know, stayed healthy uh, on defense. But Mackey played tonight and had a really big fight. Mackey fought Brady Kachuk down to nothing, and then from there, everything turned. And I actually thought Mackey looked good. Made the smart plays, didn't make any glaring mistakes. He would be partners with Adam Fox. So the, the defensive partners were completely switched up. It was Miller with Schneider, Jones on the left, Gustafson on the right, and then Mackey with Fox. So, um... We'll see what they do in that first game back. We know Trouba will be out for that game, but Linger might be back. And if he is, Mackey would presumably be the one that comes out. And part of that is because Zach Jones actually had a really good game. He scored a goal. He finished as a plus four in this one. So, um, you know, didn't play a whole lot. And really, Connor Mackey kind of had the bigger role than Zach Jones. So, like, that, the third pair was basically, like, Braden Schneider was someone who played a lot more than normal. With Truba out, Schneider took that spot with Miller. And Mackey essentially, thinking back to when it's Lindgren Fox, Mackey kind of took that Lindgren role. And then, you know, the third pair was essentially, although the the minutes were pretty evened up, but the reason I said is because Mackey had a five-minute major for fighting and still ended up playing two more minutes than than Jones. So that is something to, to consider. But they played well. And it's funny, like, Keandre Miller was the one who had a really bad fuck-up that led to the Ottawa to Ottawa's first goal. Um, but yeah, like, it's only one game, but it was interesting to see that they had, that they played better without Lindgren and Shruba. What it means in the long run, not a whole hell of a lot, because we know, like, that those guys are going to come back in, but just something to put in the back of your head. But... This game could have really spiraled out of control. The Rangers, you know, they go down 2 nothing. They've been playing poorly lately. They could have felt bad for themselves and said, all right, like, let's pack it in. But they didn't, stuck with it, and then just, like I said, exploded for five goals in the span of five minutes and 
Well, really, the more impressive, no, so really it was four goals, it was four goals in about five and a half minutes time. And it was Lafreniere, Kreider, Jones, and Brodzinski. So that was really what it was. But this was, like I said, very important. And it's not like the special teams, the special teams, which if you look at this Ranger team, when they are playing well, or just everything being equal even, the Rangers have pretty good special teams, I'd say. More so power play, but penalty kill is good as well. Like in this game, Ottawa 1-for-1 on their power play chances. Rangers 0-for-3. So it wasn't one of those things. Although, them being 4-on-4 did help. The Rangers' tying goal and goal that gave them the lead was 4-on-4. So it wasn't if, it wasn't as if it was completely like all 5-on-5 success, but still. And the Rangers are 9-0 and on the second game of a back-to-back. That is crazy. 9 and 0, like not 9 0 and 1, not 7 0 and 2, not, you know, 11 and 1, 9 and 0 straight. 18 points um, out of a possible 18 points in those nine games. So that, that does show, you know, some mental fortitude. Because, like I've said, a lot of the times it's coming off, some of the, out of those nine games, some of those were coming off of wins, some of those coming off of losses. So this was. Like, don't get it twisted. The Rangers still have so much to work on, but it's just good to get this win knowing that you don't play for over a week. You know, their next game is Monday, February 5th. And a couple of tough games, uh, you know, Colorado and Tampa, those are not going to be easy. I mean, Colorado is, of course, one of the best teams in the league. And uh, Nate McKinnon's just been unbelievable. And Tampa Bay has had a really good January. They, they are, you know, I don't want to say back to peak lightning, but, like, this is a team now I look at and, like, yeah, this should be a playoff team, whereas I, there was a time where I wasn't so sure. Uh, this definitely is. So you, you got some big games coming off the break. But in, in talking about this one, the forward lines were kept the same. It was the defense that was totally switched up. And you know what was so key? Not having Jones play with Schneider. like. That, to me, is a must. You, like, you cannot have those two play together. Will there be times when I'm sure it happens, like, and it'll frustrate me? Yeah, I guess. But it just goes to show you, they like, both of them play better without each other. Not that, like, I don't know, Miller Schneider was far from perfect. It really was. But still, um, Jones played a lot better, and, and as well Schneider. So I think that's something that, you know, we've discussed and glad that they didn't go to that. There was no reason to, and they avoided it. So, first period, I thought the Rangers played pretty well for a lot of the first. They really did. But, Ottawa's the team that scores first. It's Brady Kachuk scoring his 20th goal of the season from Claude Giroux. At 11.43, this is a really bad play by Keandre Miller, where he turns the puck over in his own zone, tries to make a play to Artemi Panarin, with Claude Giroux draped, not maybe not draped, but he was right on him. There was many other things he could have done. Just egregious, unacceptable turnover by Miller. And we've seen it way, way, way too much. Like, when is it going to stop? And it ends up in the back of the Rangers' net. I haven't brought up Jonathan Quick yet. And Quick, he had a losing streak. Although, I thought he was fine versus the Kings in his last start. I think, like, some of that's a little misleading. But he hadn't won since, like, the middle of December. So, good for him. And on the Jonathan Quick front, you know what? I'd start him first game out of the break. I would. Will they? I don't know. 
The only reason why they might is because Igor will be part of the All-Star Game festivities. So, and it's a quick Monday turnaround. So it may, they may start quick, but not really for the reason that I'm kind of wanting it to be. I'm not saying that Jonathan Quick's your number one goalie. It's obviously Igor, but just with where you're at right now, I taking the All-Star stuff, All-Star Game stuff aside, I think Quick should just I think he deserves to start that first game. But anyway, Ottawa scores to make it one nothing there. And then Barkley Goodrow gets into a, a fight at 14.30 with uh, Mark Kastelik. And, um, you know, Goodrow, sometimes we'll see him drop the gloves when he feels like the team needs a little bit of a jump, a little bit of a spark. Didn't really get them going, but Goodrow drops the gloves. Then at 17.23, the Rangers get a power play as Drake Batherson high six Johnny Brodzinski, but it was a really bad power play. We go to the second period at 1.15. Mika Zibanejad's call for high second Brady Kachuk. So Mika, the former Ottawa Senator, you know, got better as the game went on, but, you know, still, like, very frustrated with his overall play. And, and on this power play, very quick goal for Ottawa. Uh, at 124, um, you know, what was it, like 10 seconds or so after, you know, to, to start that power play, it's Jacob Chikrin scoring his eighth goal of the season from Batherson and Shabbat. So that makes it 2 nothing Ottawa. And... You know, look, this game, like I said, at this point can go get out of hand, but a really key fight changes the whole tenor of this game. Kachuk and Mackey dropped the gloves at 458. Mackey had a clean hit on uh, Stutzla of Ottawa, and Kachuk goes toe-to-toe. The captain of the Ottawa Senators goes with Connor Mackey, and Mackey held his own, and, and, and he was fired up, and I think that got the team going, and then sure enough, sure enough, Less than a minute after that, Alexi Lafreniere scores his 12th goal of the season from Panarin and Fox. So this is a play where Panarin is set up by Fox. The shot is wide by Panarin, but Lafreniere sticks with it and banks it in off of uh, Corpusallo. So that makes it 2-1. Then at um, 8.27, coincidental minors to Blake Wheeler and Matthew Joseph. Wheeler's call for interference, Joseph for embellishment. And I, I, I never, I've said this before, I, I never like those calls, like call one, like why call both? But it works out for the Rangers because it's four on four and off of a faceoff, the Rangers score a goal from their defensive zone. It's a play from Zibanejad to Kreider. Kreider scores his 23rd goal of the season from Zibanejad. Um, this was four on four. And this was a play where Zibanejad just moves the puck forward and it gets the Kreider, but it's a terrible goal given up by Corpusallo. It, it's it's a good opportunity. It's taking advantage of an opportunity by Kreider, and I'm glad that he, you know, hustled and got the shot off. But Corpusallo's got to say that. He doesn't. And so that goal ties it up at two. And then, still on the four-on-four, four, Rangers take the lead. Zach Jones scores his first goal of the season from Panarin and Trocek. So, nice setup by Artemi. Zach Jones scores. Gives the Rangers a 3-2 lead. I believe that's Zach Jones' second goal of his career, I, I think. Um, so then the Rangers score again. It's that fourth goal in, like I said, like about a little more than five minutes of game time, which is crazy. Brodzinski, it's his second goal of the season from Jones and Cooley. So that's a hard for Wolfpack connection. The three of those guys spent most of last season uh, on the uh, on the Hartford Wolfpack. So that is a... I'm sure that was a trio that combined for a goal last year as well. I'm sure, more than one. But it was a shot by Jones and a nice deflection in front by Brodzinski. Uh, and it's nice to get depth, you know, to get goals by Jones, goals by Brodzinski. That goes a long way into getting wins. So that uh, gives the Rangers a fortune lead. At that point, Ottawa pulls Corpusallo and Sogard 
Uh, the backup comes in, and then the Rangers score again at 1654. Uh, another goal for Blake Wheeler, who scored, um, you know, who now has goals in back to back games. Wheeler is ninth goal of the season from Zabanajad and Kreider. So nice setup by Mika, and Wheeler scores the goal. So look, you want, if you're going to keep Kreider with Zabanajad, you're going to want someone that's better than Blake Wheeler, but for now, that is where it kind of belongs, um, you know, because look, that uh, that Brodzinski line with Cooley and Kako has been pretty good. And they all play more of a similar style. Wheeler kind of does make more sense. As, as much as he doesn't really deserve to be there, he makes more sense there. And at times, there's been a little bit of chemistry, not much, but a little bit with Zabanajad and Kreider. And it makes it 5-2 Rangers. Then Ottawa takes another penalty. Artem Zub is called for delay game at 18.05, but the Rangers don't score on that. We go to the third period, and at 10.04, uh, another Ottawa penalty, Artem Zub again slashes Panarin, but the Ranger power play unsuccessful. They go 0 for 3 on the night. Then Ottawa pulls the goalie with about 3-4 minutes left, and at 17-17 of the third, Panarin, it's an empty net goal, his 30th goal of the season. So Artemi hits the 30 goal mark before the All-Star break. Lafreniere gets an assist, gives Rangers a 6-2 lead, and then another late goal, another late meaningless goal by Kako. They all count. Uh, he did it in the last game. He does it again. Kako scores his fifth goal of the season at 17:52 from Brodzinski and Gustafson. So this is a shot by Brodzinski uh, from the high slot that uh, caroms off the back wall. Kako's in good position and scores. Rangers win 7-2. So uh, their record is now 30-16-3. They do go to the break in first place in the division. Not by a lot. It's going to come down to the Rangers and the Hurricanes. I feel pretty safe saying that. And to be honest with you, I think that Carolina will win this division. Um, but not to say the Rangers couldn't, but if, you know, if you ask me right now, I think Carolina probably, probably edges the Rangers out. Hopefully not. And, you know, look, there's a lot of, a lot of games to go. Rangers have 33 games left on the season. So a lot can still happen, you know, from here. And a lot more home games than road games, which is good, too. The Rangers, out of the 49 games they've played, 27 of them have been on the road and only 22 at home. So that should be something that is advantageous to the Rangers. But um, there is a good chance, based on just the rest of the Metropolitan Division, the Rangers will finish either first and or second in the division unless it's just complete free fall, which is possible but since they've already done so poorly, I think that won't be the case. So, yep, there'll be a break from here. Um, and in the All-Star game, you'll see Igor Shosurkin, which, again, is kind of a joke. He shouldn't be in there, but, you know, hopefully it goes well for him. And then Vincent Trocek. I'm more looking forward to that, where it's his second All-Star appearance. He had a, he's had a really good season, and uh, he's honored by going to the All-Star game. So, you know, those two will, will head to Toronto, which is where the All-Star game will be this season. And then... Uh, yeah, it'll be, there's only two games on the schedule that Monday out of the break, and the Rangers are in one of those games, so I'm um, glad they'll get right back to it, and hopefully they can somehow carry this game uh, through the break, and, you know, we'll see what happens, and, um, but again, much we need to win for the Rangers, they get that second period explosion, and, you know, they, they get this win against the Ottawa Senators, so again, Rangers... Win 7-2 as they head into the All-Star break.